Hey guys, welcome to My Monsters and Me, the podcast where we discuss mythological creatures, fairy tale monsters, and a little bit of everything in between. I am Paul. I am Oliver Dennis. And I'm Killian Dennis Cash. And we are the hosts of this podcast. So today, what are we talking about, guys? Dragons! Dragons. Yes, dragons. All kinds of dragons have appeared in pop culture, in media for the last hundreds and hundreds of years. Uh, most recently, uh, Dungeons and Dragons features them heavily with lots of different variations of dragons. We've had Smog from The Hobbit, the Jabberwocky from Lewis Carroll's The Looking Glass series, Harry Potter's features a lot of dragons, uh, TV series and movies like How to Train Your Dragons, Falcor from Neverending Story, Charizard, lots of different dragons. Even, so, go. Um, and even there's video games about dragons, yeah, like games. Monster Hunter. Mm-hmm, Skyrim as well, lots of different stuff. So what do you guys know about dragons? Um, they fly. I know and, that. And I know types of them. There's snow dragon and hot dragons. Snow dragons. Huh? And also, they can breathe fire or ice. Okay, well, lots of good stuff about dragons. Most times when people think of dragons, they think of these big wings, sometimes scary-looking creatures, usually really big like i'm talking monstrous bigger than our house and there's um, lava by them yeah sometimes they have lava uh over the years they have become a little bit more wise and helpful creatures a lot of them can talk and communicate with humans and even in more younger stories for young adults they've actually talked to and will assist humans on their adventures and journeys so the way the dragons have changed over the years has become really apparent when you look at how they're written now so what we're going to do in this podcast just to break down since this is the pilot episode is we're going to have them ask some questions that they been asking me about each of these creatures this week dragons i'm going to do my best to answer them and then we'll talk a little bit more about some of the facts that we've learned all right the first question here today is do all dragons breathe fire okay so let me ask you what do you guys think do all dragons breathe fire i'm thinking no i'm thinking no Well, you guys would be correct there. Now, most dragons from history and lore do breathe fire. Uh, Most of them from the European started out as fire-breathing or at least smoke-breathing dragons. But it has changed over the years, Uh, even through mythology and lore. Some dragons have done other things like venom or poison. And dragons that came from video games and Dungeons and Dragons all have other elements like ice and some have even done heavy smoke and things like that. So how do you guys think the dragon gets its fire? Um, it maybe is, it maybe eats fire. It eats fire? What about you, Killian? Maybe eats ice. Maybe eats ice. Well, according to lore about this again, some dragons have a special, what's called a gland, something inside of their throat that produces the fire. Uh, It's usually from their diet. Some dragons do eat technically fire where they eat things like lava rocks and things that are high um, in acid and and stuff like that that helps produce this thing called gas. So some researchers have said that dragons may have done it that way. Others are probably just magical. They just are born knowing how to breathe fire, ice, whatever they are breathing. All right, on to question two. 
Do all dragons swim? Do all dragons swim? No, all dragons do not swim. But do you yeah, think any dragons swim. can swim? I think yes. What kind of dragons would they be? I don't know. Well, dragons without wings. Dragons without wings. What kind of element would they be? If most uh, dragons are fire or earth, what do you think dragons that can swim would be called? Uh, Iso. Iso. I think underworld. Underworld. Okay. Well, there are water-based dragons, which is what they would be, water dragons. Uh, many of them do not have wings, like you said, because they generally don't need them. They would have fins or something else that helps them get through. Uh, a lot of the dragons don't even have legs. They're more like what we would consider sea serpents, uh, which we do have sea serpents in modern animal types. Uh, snakes that can swim, glide across the water, things like that. You have eels. A lot of that would have been based oh, off of this type of dragon. So some of the dragons that we've seen that can swim are from uh, some of the old mythologies. We have the Viking story of Jormungandr, who is the serpent that wraps itself around Midgard or the earth, a huge water dragon that swims uh, in the, the oceans and things like that. A lot of stories have talked about how people would fish it out of the water. And even Thor himself fought one, uh, the Jormungandr, and hit it in the head with his hammer. And even the Loch Ness Monster, he lives in Loch Ness Lake. And he, like, has a big, long neck. And he, like, if you go in the lake, he'll, some people say he'll eat you. Some people say he won't get you. Well, yeah. Uh, while most people do believe in the Loch Ness Monster, and we have seen some pictures and things with that. A lot of people actually think Loch Ness is based off of old dinosaurs. But because we don't really know what the Loch Ness Monster is, he could be some kind of dragon. He could be something totally different than what we know of. So that's a very good point, Oliver. Uh, we also have from biblical stories the story of, Le of the Leviathan, which is essentially the same as the Norse mythology. It's a big water dragon. He had fins. He would swim through the waters, and that's why a lot of people didn't really go out there because they were afraid of this huge water snake, water dragon that would roam about. Ooh, sounds a little scary. Yeah, it does sound a little bit scary, but sometimes dragons are. Moving on to question three. Do all dragons have wings? No. Have okay. They don't have wings. So have you seen dragons without wings? Me. You have? Where? Like in the ice mm -hmm. or regular dragons or some heat dragons. Oh, okay. I'm thinking some water dragons don't have wings. Yep. Well, you guys are correct there again. Uh, like we just talked about with the ones that swim, many of them don't have wings, like the Leviathan and the Jormungandr. They're typically more snake-like. Um, there's also the Hydra, the Hydra from Greek mythology. It's a big water-based dragon. It doesn't swim through the water. It's not a uh, serpent. It does have legs um, and multiple heads, which we'll talk about in a little bit, but it doesn't have wings as well. So not every dragon has wings. Um, in fact, typically, you see a difference in where those dragons come from. If they come from Europe, those usually have wings and can fly and fly through the skies. Yes. Or they can fly without wings sometimes, or they can't. 
Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes they're magical. Um, in the East, where we have Asia and India and those stories, a lot of those dragons don't have wings at all. And those are the ones that Killian was talking about, where those can fly just on their own because they're magical and they have powers like that. Okay. And there's also another video game dragon. There is a game called Skylander, and there's some dragons in that game. Yeah, Skylander is a good example because you have the typical dragons, but you have other dragons that are earth-based or ground-based that don't have wings at all. So very good. Or some dragons are blue or pink or wet. Very good. Question four. Do, how many heads can dragons grow up to? How many heads can they grow up to? What do you think? Three. Three? I think, like, maybe ten. Ten heads. Well... Did you know that there are some dragons that have over a hundred heads? What? Yeah. So many of the dragons um, do have three heads. There are actually stories of three-headed dragons from uh, ancient mythology. The Proto-Indo-European dragon that they came up with this long before any of the other mythologies or religions. They had a three-headed dragon. Uh, in the Vedic mythology, which is based out of South Asia, the Indian uh, culture, they also have a three-headed dragon. Uh, in Egyptian mythology, there's a dragon called the Ouroboros, which actually, if you see a picture of it, it looks like it's eating itself, but the original had five heads, and it protected the sun god Ra. But in Greek mythology, Zeus, the, the father of the gods, is a big guy, he battled a 100-headed dragon. Or can fly from different ways, like without wings or with wings or anything. And we're back on flight. Yes, they could fly. Probably the ones with multiple heads can't fly as easily. Because um, they are a lot of pounds. Mm -hmm. And also, some dragons don't have very big wings. Yeah, they don't have very big wings. If you look at how to train your dragon, there's a couple multi multiple-headed dragons there. Uh, ones with little wings. Most of them do fly, but there's a really big one that doesn't fly because he's so big. And chubby. Uh, yeah, and very chubby. Uh, also in Greek mythology, there we mentioned the Hydra earlier. The Hydra, what was special about him is he wasn't a typical dragon. He didn't breathe fire. He couldn't fly. He spit poison, which was very powerful. And also, if you chopped off one of his heads, two more would grow in its place. So it could end up growing to have a lot of heads. If you watch the Disney movie Hercules, you'll see this happen. Hercules fights the Hydra. But and it looks like, like it looks doesn't have any arms, doesn't mm. have any wings. Question five. Where do dragons live? Where do dragons live, guys? I think you in a tunnel! Nice. In a tunnel? I think in a forest or in Antarctica. In, or Antarctica. Wow, they could be. We have so much going on in Antarctica that we haven't even had a chance to explore. So maybe that's where all because the dragons are hiding. Thing. Because maybe the thing. Very good. Somebody's been listening to fairy tales. So dragons can live in all kinds of places. Uh, many of them actually live in the mountains because it's far away from humans. They can build caves there or tunnels, like Killian was saying. Uh, and usually they like to be up high where they can fly and look for food. 
Uh, but some do live in forests. They're usually deep, deep, deep in the forest. They also find a cave there or can sleep underground. And there are some that live in the oceans and rivers, as we discussed with the dragons that can swim. They actually live there. They hunt the sea creatures. They usually don't come out onto land unless they absolutely need to. So really, dragons could be everywhere. They could even be in our neighborhood. Last question. How big can dragons grow how big can they grow how big um really big 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 really big like what's really big bigger well, than the house bigger than earth bigger than earth no. i guess <laughs> like maybe 100 feet 100 feet That's or maybe good. 100 yards wow that would be or... a really really big dragon and turns out there are some really big dragons like that or... Now, dragons can actually grow all different sizes. Or, um, many uh, stories. Or if dragons are real. I think they're real, but they're kind of a little bit not. They're kind of a little bit not. Well, what makes them not real? Like, they're in a cartoon, mm. and they're a fairy tale. Yeah. Well, as we were saying, dragons can be all different sizes. Um, a lot of the dragons you see aren't much bigger than humans. Uh, a lot of them are about as big as standard horses, uh, maybe a little bit bigger than that. Or maybe uh, the size of a T-Rex. Yeah, maybe it may be. So uh, some of them do grow to, to giant sizes. Now, it depends on the story because some say that dragons never stop growing. They dr grow until they die. And some dragons can live for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. What? So they can grow really big, like dragons from the Game of Thrones uh, television series or the Song of Ice and Fire for the book readers out there. Those dragons never stop growing. So they can grow really, really big. Uh, there are some that are really small, too. Like the Disney movie Mulan has a small dragon called Mushu. He's a Chinese dragon, so he doesn't have wings. But he is very tiny, but is no bigger than a cat. And speaking of Chinese dragon, some Chinese dragons don't have wings. They don't have wings. Or they're, they're, they're like snakes without legs. Yeah. With legs. Or if they eat people, sometimes they'll try... To put them on fire. Sometimes they will, yeah, because they don't want raw food. They have to cook them first. So we have Mushu, like the Chinese dragon. We also have Spyro from Skylanders. He's actually a little bit smaller than a human, even at full size. Uh, as I mentioned, some are about the size of horses because there's lots of instances where people will ride dragons. Uh, you use them around, like, like how to train your dragon. Um, and then you have, of course, the really big dragons. Uh, examples of those, as I mentioned, the Game of Thrones dragons. Uh, we also have Smog from The Hobbit. Uh, Smog is very, very big. Uh, I think they said it was bigger than a, a warehouse. So Smog is huge. We have Anduin from Skyrim. He's very big. And then a character called Flemeth from Dragon Age. All very large, very terrifying dragons. So, Even from Monster Hunter, there's a dragon called the Elder Dragon. Yeah, the Elder Dragons from Monster Hunters. Also really big. So there's the answers to the questions so now we're going to discuss some other facts that we've learned about dragons now mo as we mentioned there are different types of dragons different ways that they could be uh, most some have wings some don't some breathe fire some don't but typically what we've seen unless you're a sea dragon you're going to have four legs but there is a two-legged dragon that some people call by a different name do you know what that would be i don't know it's called a wyvern so these wyverns are smaller than dragons. They usually run on two legs and they only have wings and they spit poison and venom at people. 
There's also a weird kind of dragon called a cockatrice and its offspring, the basilisk. I don't know if you remember Harry Potter 2. There was a creature called the basilisk. It was a large snake. It would go through and it could turn people into stone. I haven't. I, I don't remember because it was a long time ago. Since Once I watched Harry Potter. Well, the the basilisk is considered a type of dragon that the uh, European people would talk about, where its gaze was so deadly that it turned you to stone. All right, we also were talking about the Chinese dragons. Uh, did you know that Chinese people, even today, still believe that dragons are very real? They kind of, not necessarily worship them, but they really like them. They have these festivals where all they do is talk about dragons and they dress up as dragons and they have dragons all over the place and on chinese new year you can see lots of dragons yeah they do these dragon dances they can do a dragon wall with a dragon they're holding yeah and some people make really really big dragons yes who glow in at night yeah these are really cool to see uh back in the ancient days of china they actually had what they believe were four dragon kings that would rule over their people so dragons are very special in chinese mythology uh what do you guys think dragons eat i think and they eat meat they eat meat what about you killian i think they eat meat or meatballs meat or meatballs maybe they do want meatballs what I have read is there are some people that believe that they are what's called omnivores. Do you remember what an omnivore is? It's a it's a it's a creature who eats meat and plants like we do. Yep. So some people have said that some dragons have flat teeth and sharp teeth, so they may have eaten some kind of plant-based diet along with your sheep and cows and humans that they like to eat. Now there's some other facts about dragons and their personality type. You guys may not know these because you haven't read many of the stories or seen movies. But a lot of dragons, when you see them, they usually have treasure. What do you think a dragon needs with treasure? <gasps> what? Like in DuckTales, there was a dragon called Pichu and he, he hunted gold. He hunted gold, yeah. So this actually comes from the Norse. Yeah, Killian. And he was made out of gold. He was made out of gold, a golden dragon that hunted gold. Sounds pretty cool. So, as I said, this comes from Norse mythology or the Viking people. Uh, this is where we first saw these dragons as possessive and they hoarded treasure. And a lot of stories, like Beowulf or the dragon Fafnir, would there were challenges that people would do, and they would try to sneak into a dragon's den and steal some of their treasure, either gold. Sometimes it was a cup. And what do you guess usually happened to these people? They maybe get eaten. More than likely, they got eaten. So, But this, this is where, when you hear about dragons like Smog from the Lord of the Rings, he had a huge treasure pile. And uh, some other stories about it, this is where it comes from. And one of the other things that people have seen, have you guys watched Shrek? Um, I've seen it. Do you remember what the dragon was in that? Who did he have captured, or she had captured? I don't remember it. A princess. Oh, yeah, I remember it was red... And then Donkey saw it, and I think he fell in love with it. Yes. 
Yeah, he fell in love with it. Yeah, and uh, so that's another old story, or what we call a trope, that some dragons steal princesses. Uh, this comes from the tales of St. George and the Dragon. St. George was an old Christian warrior uh, back in what? the European Middle Time. They, he came into this town where a bunch of people said that the local dragon stole their princess. So he said, well, if you become Christians, I will go and hunt down the dragon. So they did, and he hunted down the dragon and killed it and rescued the princess. How many heads did the dragon have? This one only had one head this time. Oh. Um, so we get to see a lot of this where uh, after that there were more stories written about knights who would go and rescue princesses from dragons. And it's become kind of a typical thing in fairy tales Like to in talk about. Shrek. Like in Shrek, exactly. Shrek was rescuing Princess Fiona. Exactly. Thank you guys for checking out the episode of My Monsters and Me. You can check us out every Monday for Monster Monday. And if you want to see when we release and find out when the new episodes come out, subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, all of your favorite podcasting apps. Uh, also be sure to rate and review us. Give us some five-star reviews so we can be seen and have others tune in and listen to us. Once again, thanks for checking us out. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.